Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Cottani. Cottani? A.K.A. Tanner Greenring, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Fietalili. Uh, Fietalil. Fietalil. Petalil? Yeah. There's someone in this leg who you can trade a cottony for a petalil and, and vice versa. I read that on Bulbapedia, I read that depending on the level that you trade to her, you can theoretically get the highest level in-game Pokemon that they've ever made. Oh, because wow. it will reflect whatever the level is. Oh, wow. So you can best reds like level 88 Pikachu, which I think is the highest currently. If you traded her a level 89. Yeah. I mean, you get a level 89. By the way, Josh. Am I a hero? Um, Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Not for me to say. Maybe it's for you to say. Let me tell you what I did in the last week since you recorded. I <laughs> restarted the dang game. Yeah. And completely started over on Pokemon Black and retraced Mr. Keepsy's footsteps and got to where we're at now. That's a respete. Thank you. It's a lot easier when you don't care about what anyone's saying or doing and you just slam a. Isn't that sort of already what you like normally do? I pay attention. <laughs> I want to know what these freaks are fucking saying to me. Okay. You know? I still, even on the games that I have played before, I still talk to every single fucking person. Oh, I talk to most people. Yeah. I just don't give them my phone number. I forget who gives you stuff and then I'm like, well, I have to just talk to everyone to make sure. They tricked me this week with that. You pass someone in one of the areas and they d- it doesn't initiate a trainer battle. So you're like, oh, maybe this person has something for me. And you walk up to her as a nurse and she's like, oh, yeah, tricked you. Let's battle. <laughs> but I think she only had like one Pokemon, so it was fine. Yeah. Joshua. Yes, you are. This is Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast wherein we play through all of the Pokemon games, gym by gym, week by week, and no longer week by week, obviously, because all of you just had to suffer through a three month break. We're taking it easy. We're recording this clear back in the beginning of august august so. 3rd yeah wow welcome to the future us uh it's so great here in october we're <laughs> doing so well halloween is right around the corner we're so excited surely the, the infrastructure all... bill passed yep. and and the delta variant has been eradicated and yeah. we have a hundred percent vaccination rate in the united states and it's great everyone finally came around or died that's probably not a fun joke right that's a bad joke. We'll see. I'll edit it out depending on what's happening. Probably going to be a lot worse in October. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back and we're playing through these games. And we're right now we're playing through Pokemon Black and White. Yes. Oh, that works out because now that you actually have Black, you're willing to say Black first, yeah, which is correct because it's Black and White. Yeah. It's not White and Black. Joshua is playing through White. I am playing through Black. My character's name is Mr. Keepsies. He is a collector. Who collects found objects Uh that he finds. My character is Joshua, reincarnate, for those bug catchers who have listened to the show before. Every couple of seasons, Joshua rears his pretty little head again, Mm -hmm. and he comes to save whatever region he's in, so it's Unova now. Mm -hmm. And he is naming his Pokemon after his favorite show, because it's from this region, Unova, uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. It's wild. It's actually based on... um, What's that mean? Shit. <laughs> I gotta land this joke. The one city that's Manhattan, clearly. In this game? Yeah, if you look at the map. I don't know. I've never played this game before, Joshua. Castilia City. Uh, so actually, Seinfeld was based on Castilia City. I don't know if you knew that. Okay, great. Yeah. What you didn't hear there, Bugcatchers, <laughs> was about, uh, I'm going to say 90 seconds of Josh Googling... <laughs> So if that didn't get the reaction you expected from me, that's why. So you're forcing me to have to leave that whole segment in. He cut the um, the Googling part, but I'm going back and telling you that it was in there. If you look at the map, it's obvious that Castilia City is based on Manhattan, though. <laughs> well, we're not in Castilia City, no. Joshua. We are in Striaton City. Yes. We leave the gym where we have just handily defeated the three waiter brothers weird concept (laughs) the second we step out the door we are assaulted by dr fennel yeah juniper professor juniper's old college buddy apparently dr fennel could not make the cut as 
main series Pokemon professor, you know? Right. It was like, ah, oh, should we go with Dr. Fennel or Dr. Juniper? And they went with Dr. Juniper. They're like, but, well, kids don't like Fennel, so. <laughs> yeah. So it's a powerful taste, you know? But it's good on pizza. It's been growing on me. We've been eating. Uh, Bobby's been making this quinoa bowl. Uh, who knows what I'm eating now? It's October. Oh, yeah. You're probably eating like pumpkin spice or whatever. I'm not. Is everyone everyone's not enjoying their PSLs? <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's not even a good anecdote. We've just been having quinoa <laughs> bowls for lunch that have a bunch of fennel in them, and it's good, and it's, you know, whatever. Wow. It's no PSL. Jesus. Was, hey, step, hey, step aside, Jerry Seinfeld. We got a new... <laughs> We got a new uh, comedian on the block. Listen to this tight 20. He's eating uh, fennel bowls with his husband. Yeah. What do you think of that, Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> I know what Jerry Seinfeld would say to that. What would he say? He would say, not that I have a problem with that. That's right. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we talked to Dr. Fennel. She assaults us essentially the second we leave the gym and says, please come with me. She invites you to her house and then insists that you join her upstairs in her room. Right. Do we know if Dr. Fennel's a woman or a man? I'm not sure. It's a woman, and she has okay. a roommate named Amanita, who's also a woman. Right. But she's like a fully grown woman. You think they're lovers? And Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so she invites you to her room, but it's not for anything clandestine. It's for something totally destined, and that is giving you the HM01 cut. That's right. Which is great, because now you can go back to the dream yard. Yeah, and she politely asks you to do her a favor, although it's sort of entrapment, given that she just gave us HM01, so I feel like sort of have to. She wants some dream mist Yes, from a, from a Muna, Muna yeah. which she wants to experiment with. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 let me break this off real quick and see if you like it. Okay. Mana, 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 mana. Mana. Is that good? Can you throw some music under that? Mana, 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 mana. Mana. Pokemon, that one's free. Although I do think it's Muna, but okay, Muna, Muna, Muna. Some tells me it would be spelled M O O N A if it was Muna. Muna's better in the song. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. She gives you cut. You can go back to the Dream Yard to. In fact, she insists you do to get her some Dream Mist from the Muna. Yeah. Show up at the Dream Yard. Yeah. Cut down the shrub. Walk in. Immediately assaulted. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Again. You can't take five steps in this fucking... Hey, continent. what is this? Uh, Governor Cuomo's office? Nice. And that... That'll land in... Hyper-relevant. <laughs> <laughs> in October. I wonder how much of the, the beginning of this season, at least, is going to be us kind of making hay out of the fact that we're three months behind our publishing schedule. It's kind of like what I was saying in the last episode, where it's sort of a throwback to our first season, where we make all these references that we think are funny, but it comes out... In that case, it was like four or six months later. <laughs> yeah. Well, the hot news of the day was that Andrew Cuomo has been accused of by the attorney general. No, I think of it was proved. New York State. <laughs> that he assaulted yeah, not accused, 11 women. Sorry, not accused. Certainly. Of. <laughs> let's hope he is impeached and removed from office by now. I'm sure you all remember that, especially you non-New Yorkers who are paying attention to New York politics. Right. Although President Biden even came out and said something about it so yeah he even said yes he should resign <laughs> so doesn't seem good for old cuomo <laughs> you step right into a cutscene, don't you josh you do you do there's a couple of grunts there's a couple of team laser grunts here or sorry <laughs> team plasma grunts <laughs> i don't know why i thought for a second their name was you know why because their little logo has like a little laser and it has like when it comes on the screen it does like kind of a laser show yeah i guess plasma and laser i mean that's like a plasma gun laser gun it's kind of similar what are you talking doom yeah the doom guns yeah isn't there i don't know i don't think there's a laser gun but there's a plasma gun i mean but laser gun is like the stereotype yeah, yeah of yeah. like a sci-fi gun you know what I'm going to admit now what I'm 37. If you said, obviously, plasma and lasers are different things, right? I'd say, yeah, of course. Yeah. And you'd say, why and how? <laughs> I'd say, uh, <laughs> uh, 
I don't know either, actually. <laughs> They're different. They have different names. Lasers are light, right? Yeah. We can agree on that. Yeah. Intense light. Yeah. Plasma, I think, is ionized gas. Are you looking it up? Yeah. What is plasma? That's that's the real sticking point. I think point. plasma's stronger. Then what? And what do you mean stronger? Stronger in what way? Well, we can't really look up a definitive answer about plasma gun versus laser gun, but there's plasma cutting and laser cutting. And laser cutters can cut and engrave very thin metals without affecting the material, whereas plasma cutters can cut through thicker materials. So laser cutters are better for thinner, more intricate metals, and plasma cutters are better for thicker- Oh my god! Oh my god! What? Joshua, Plasma Center and Fusion Center of Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Yeah, MIT, okay? (laughs) Never heard of it. What is plasma? Plasma is superheated matter, so hot that the electrons are ripped away from the atoms, forming an ionized gas. Isn't that what I just said? I think you did, yeah. That was like from the recesses of like chemistry in high school that I remember <laughs> the term ionized gas. Step aside, Dr. Fennel. Here comes Dr. Greenring. Sorry, Dr. Keepsies. <laughs> Dr. Keepsies. Dr. Keepsies. <laughs> Mr. Keepsies is my father. <laughs> Call me Dr. Keepsies. Team Plasma's there, and they are trying to milk the dream juice out of a mana. I think that's right. There's one kind of sitting pathetically on the concrete, and they're just <laughs> it's like It's a pretty pathetic-looking Pokemon in general. <laughs> they're just wailing on it. They're like kicking they're it. They're kicking it in its face, which is its whole body, essentially. Trying to get the dream juice out of it, but you valiantly step up and put yourself between their mighty blows and the mana yeah. and they're like well okay you want to try to stop us from getting the dream mist out of this mana fight us I'm like okay and you do and they're very easy to beat it's like one petrat level like <laughs> 10 like and petrats. then the other one has yeah. like a padove or something. what shit. i love about this game is they're like they refuse to reveal any of the pokemon that are come later in the game like Every single person you fight, for the most part, just has the Pokemon that you've encountered so far. That is pretty different from the other ones, yeah. the preceding games. Every now and then you'll like see a new Pokemon, you'll like see a um, Blitzel, and you're like, ooh, what is this? Yeah. And then like two minutes later, you're walking in tall grass and you encounter a Blitzel, and you're like, oh, okay. So there's no surprises in this game. Yeah, the only surprise I had was that somebody in the Necreen Pokemon Center is like, Oh, you know that I've heard that, like, um, if you see tall grass shaking, you might be coming across an Audino, and I'd love to see one of those. They've introduced a couple of new grass mechanics this week, which we will get into, but... it's cool. The first is deep grass. This dark grass, or deep grass, or whatever, has a different mechanic. It's not the deep grass that has the mechanic, it's the regular grass that has a mechanic, right? No, in this one, it's that if you go in that dark grass, because it's a darker shade... That's where it's double battles with wild Pokemon. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yes, yes, yes. It is double battles in the dark and deep grass. I thought you were talking about the shaking bushes. Oh, yeah. The shaking bushes is where you can get a more powerful, rarer Pokemon generally. Which is, for me at least, so far, Audino 100% of the time. And same. But I don't want to talk about Audino yet. Okay. Let's talk about this Team Plasma grunt that's wailing on this mana. They're sitting there fighting. You beat them. Yeah. And then their boss... Getsis. Getsis. Teleports in. Yeah. And it's like, we have access to the teleportation technology? Jesus. Yeah. And he yells at them for kicking this mana, right? He yells at them for getting owned by us. By a by child, children. Right. By the way, Team Plasma's whole thing is like the liberation of Pokemon. It is a little confusing. I guess liberation and like safety and happiness are two different things they're like we want to liberate all the pokemon so we can kick them well the reason they want the dream mist they'd say is because dream mist is this natural product of the muna and it reveals and influences people's dreams yeah, it's inception it is they do inception with it i think inception was inspired by pokemon black and white in fact <laughs> you think you think christopher nolan took it right from, he was like playing this game he's like hmm, that was a good idea that's good could use more spinning tops I'm gonna write this up so team plasma intends to incept people with dreams that make them want to release their pokemon so they're seeking a non-violent i guess it's pretty via violence though it's pretty do the ends justify the means 
Hard to say. Hard to say. They do kick that mana quite a bit. Yeah. They run because they're intimidated by their boss, Getsis. Yeah. Getsis is just such a JRPG name for a boss. I think they kind of nailed that name. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's like right out of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Getsis. Getsis. Turns out that Getsis wasn't actually there. It was a an illusion, a projection. Yeah, from Masharna. Which is yeah, Mana's Mana's Muna's like mommy. Yeah, Mana's mommy comes out. It's Masharma, and chases them off. And then you have the chance to catch a Mana, which I did last week, as you heard. I also did this time. Oh, okay, incense. Uh, you're gonna stick with the Mana. Um, essentially, <laughs> I'm I'm forbidding you. I mean, we can both have Mana. I mean, I was like, I'm willing to do that in general. I think, in, especially to keep it interesting, and because I do not have a specific theme other than Seinfeld names, I'm not going to use any of the Pokemon you use because. As I'm seeing, you have a pretty limited pool, so... <laughs> I only have three Pokemon this week. Yeah, I and I, I ran Masharna in my original playthrough, and I enjoyed it quite a bit, so I did use it this week, but I'm not going to... I won't keep it. I continue to love Mana. It got, Number one it got Moonlight on at Psybeam at level 11, Moonlight at level 17? I know, beautiful little Pokemon. That's uh, wild! I mean, it's it's got zero hit points, but who cares? Yeah. When you... Hit that hard, who cares? You defeat the Team Plasma folks. They hightail it out of there. And before you can even leave the, the dream yard, the Mana and the, the Mashama disappear and leave behind them like a Pokeball, like an overworld yeah, object. Yeah, the two of them leave behind Dream Mist. And Dr. Fennel like runs in and takes it. And she's like, the Dream Mist! <laughs> and like runs off. So you head back to her house, and she gives you the um, sea gear. Sea gear, and that's the letter C. The new poke gear, essentially. It's not for the ocean, right? And it's got a bunch of features that I've, and this touches on a couple of other things. Her gal pal, Amanita, gives you access to the battle box and the pal pad, and all of this shit are things that I never got to use. Because I've never had friends who were playing this at the same time. They're all Wi-Fi features. Right. So Tanner, if if and when we get together during this season, we need to do all this shit. Because it's cool. Okay. So the C gear, apparently, when you're nearby other players, will issue, like, surveys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it connects to this, like, the Passerby Analytics HQ in Castalia City. Yeah. And if you do the surveys and you like fill out questionnaires and like respond to other people's, you can get like rare candies and soda pops and stuff. Not an option for us. Yeah. Nobody here is playing it with me. Battle Box is fun for like infrared or Wi Fi battles, apparently. Right. It will store your team. Right. It's like Pokemon Showdown. Yep. And then. Palpat. I mean, that's just like, you know, friend codes, essentially. But this is cool. Like, this is pretty innovative. It's all pretty cool. I imagine it would have been very fun in 2011. Although, the problem with all those features is, until they connected to the internet, I wasn't playing Pokemon with friends. I know, that that was the issue for me at this point. It was a solitary effort for me. You head west from Striaton. Yep. To Route 3. The first building we encounter is the daycare really early in this game yeah it's pretty wild i think this is the earliest it's ever been out after the first gym yeah i dropped off tepig he's free range <laughs> some i was like i assume it's like a pawn shop where it's like if i don't come back to claim him they'll just sell him oh my god except i didn't get anything for him well, i hope it's like a no kill shelter at least <laughs> be a pork farm yeah correct me if i'm wrong they do not evolve in the daycare center right no they level but they do not evolve they will learn moves but they won't evolve okay it will learn random moves based on like what this tepig decides it wants to learn yeah good for him yeah he's on his own journey now free range tepig that's the kind of pokemon trainer i am you know i'm hands off it's very team plasma of you just kind of yeah. let the let him go not a micromanager no. not here to like you know, worry over every little thing that Tepic is doing. Do your, you're on your own journey. Do your own thing, man. Hell yeah. Learn your own moves. I don't care. Um, there's also a preschool here. I didn't go into the preschool. Wait, you didn't go into the preschool at all? No. There's a bunch of little snot-nosed pukes that you can beat up for 
for exp i think i peeked in and it seemed like um a bad scene so i took off (laughs) (laughs) there's some creepy twins there's a bunch of like little like snot-nosed little pukes and you beat him up there's those creepy twin sprites uh and it's the first double battle you do and like i don't know i don't even remember what they have oh this is i think where you see blitzel for the first time purloin rug and roll oh yeah 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 Yeah, this is what i was saying you see all these like new pokemon and then then you have the opportunity to catch a lot of them yeah onward joshua there is also the wellspring cave there's a little cave entrance here it's not the deepest cave in the world at least not yet well you have to go into the cave because when you come out of the daycare and the preschool area two plasma grunts again like bump into you and they're in uh and bianca and some girl are like in hot pursuit of them because they stole her pokemon right so naturally they make you do it right and sharon comes with you and you chase them over to this wellspring cave wellspring cave yep and you head inside joshua and you encounter tanners you make me buffer pokemon (laughs) on the week (laughs) it is joshies as well which i will tell you about oh my god after this break i know what it's gonna be though (laughs) yeah you know what it's gonna be Welcome back to Experience Share, everyone. It's season five. We've hit the big time. We have our first sponsor. Hell yeah. Manscaped. That's right. The best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Tanner. And sometimes (laughs) above the waist. Yeah. Unless people's noses and ears are below the waist. Wherever they are. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for, well, it says here your family jewels, but I'm just going to cut out any, uh, any confusion there. It's for your penis in your balls that's right if you have those things or you interact with someone who has them yeah and you need them to get to clean it up a little bit they offer all kinds of great things at manscaped.com including the lawnmower 4.0 which is their shaver it does all the shaving of your genitals for all that stuff down there you and i were talking before we sat down josh and the thing that we got the most use out of us being two fairly hirsute men is the weed whacker yeah, that's norwegian blood yeah the weed whacker which is a nose and ear hair trimmer and i was thinking i wanted to do a segment with you joshua uh-huh. in honor of this partnership with manscaped a segment i'm calling pokey manscaped pokey manscaped that really rolls off the tongue we'll look at a different item from the manscaped collection each week our benefactors we want to talk about the weed whacker uh i figured it would be a good idea to find a pokemon that we thought would benefit most from a good nose and ear hair trimming uh-huh anyone jump out at you right away well there's a pokemon that's made you want to barf before because of its because of all of its nose hair it's a nose is like its whole thing <laughs> Well, and it's got lots of nose here. I sh- surely you were talking about Probo Pass. Yeah, it's Probo Pass. I mean, just look at the difference between Nose Pass and Probo Pass. Probo Pass is ugly yeah. and has too much nose hair. Completely out of control. As soon as you clean up that nose hair, you're essentially just looking at a Nose Pass at that point. A much more handsome Pokemon. Oh yeah. I mean, sorry, not much more handsome. They're both horrifying. <laughs> but a, a much tidier Pokemon at the very Yeah, least. it's at least, you know, cleaned up. You could take it to take it out to a dinner, you know? Yeah. One trim with the Weed Whacker and Probo Pass is suddenly not on the You Make Me Barf list anymore. It's just a normal Pokemon that everyone loves. Yeah, <laughs> Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology that's very precious skin too yeah you can't really mess around it even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard length sizes one through four and it charges wirelessly joshua oh my god you bug catchers can get 20 percent off plus free shipping worldwide with the code exp share at manscape.com that's exp s-h-a-r-e all one word it is a sweet deal take it from us we're cleaner than we've ever been we're like a couple of nose passes that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com use the code exp share unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped thank you manscaped here's my issue with joshua the pokemon company 
uh, took an approach to Pokemon Black and White where they were like, hey, Pokemaniacs, welcome to Gen 5. We think you're going to love it. We've introduced a whole new region. Welcome to the Unova region. <laughs> All new Pokemon. Yeah. You are not going to see a single familiar Pokemon in this game. So forget about Zubat, you know? Yeah. Because we're on to something new. We've got something new and exciting for you. It's Wubat. Everywhere you go, something new. Wubat. <laughs> this made me you want to barf also. <laughs> they read it Zubat. They call it Wubat, God. which isn't even different, you guys. You know that, right? The designers are in the room. They're like plugging away. They're like, all right, we got a, you know, we got a hundred something. We we just need a, a few more. Uh, caves. We need something for that. Um, bats. 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 Caves. We can't do Zubat. Kubat. No, that's too much like Crowbat. Boobat. Woobat. Woobat. And what if it evolves into Swoobat? Yeah, they were not trying very hard with Woobat. And Awada's like, fucking sold. It's ugly. It's so ugly. In addition to being just a Zubat clone and being everywhere in this cave, it is also ugly yeah it's got this big dumb nose and stupid buck tooth stupid buck tooth and it looks like a little like like puffball spirit of halloween like fake plastic bat wings it's got no eyes as far as i can tell no uh, it's stupid. one of its abilities is klutz which just prevents any items that it holds from taking effect it's stupid <laughs> here's the thing about it though it is psychic flying which is kind of cool the type combo is certainly better yeah than zubat who was flying poison yeah i would take a psychic flying over flying poison any day i think their designs suck i think swoobat's just as bad uh, even though it has grown eyes and little teeth, but it's got like some kind of weird little like. I hate the heart in their noses. I don't know what the tail is all about. What's going on with the tail? It looks like an earwig's like little pinchers. Oh yeah, you're right. It does look like an earwig's little pinchers. I just I hate this. Fuck thing. you, Pokemon Company. You don't put in the effort. <laughs> if you're gonna make us all new Pokemon, give us like trash bags. You know why are you giving us Zubat again? You've already given us Zubat. Other stuff. Lives Other stuff in caves. lives in caves. Uh, uh, a salamander. Yeah, I was gonna say new. Yeah, new. but I don't even know if that's true. I think so. There's water <laughs> in there. Fish that don't have eyes. Yeah, give us some freaky cave fish. Sometimes fish don't have eyes because they live in caves. Right. What else lives in caves? There's gotta be some weird like cave bug. Well, what about like slime mold? Sure. How is there not like a a spider that specifically lives in caves? Cave spider. Cave spider. You didn't even try Pokemon Company. Anyway, Wubat is my, you make me more Pokemon of the week. I think it's one of the ugliest of all time. And just so low effort. It's just so stupid. So low effort. So you're in the cave with Sharon. You just Sharon. beat up some grunts. Yep. You do like one double battle, I think. And that's But it. they all, like, again, they it's all just patrats. have like patrats <laughs> and fucking um, purloins. That's all they have. And they're all underleveled. So it's pretty easy. Yeah. You make your way out of the cave, and you're back on Route 3, uh, and you're headed uh, south. Yeah. And this is where they finally kind of reveal the the deep grass and the, the shuddering plants. Yeah. There's a couple of trainers here, too. I spent a lot of time here. The double b- wild Pokemon double battles are great. Oh, the deep grass? Because you can level up two Mon at the same time. Yeah, in the dark grass. Yeah, that's really nice. This happened later when i came back out to train but because it is on route three i will say i did find some wriggling grass and i did encounter an audino yes and that is certainly fucking obviously joshy sweetie yes look at this thing audino's such a little cutie it is just they nailed it it is just Wigglytuff. Okay. And we're okay with that? Because we did just spend like five minutes shitting on Woobat for just being uh, Zubats. And also, guess what Guess what? Audino's hidden ability is? Klutz. Mm. Damn. <laughs> You're making a good point. Well, I, I will say, I debated- I like Audino. I think it's a cutie. I would never run one, though, because it's just normal type. No, and it's just like, 
I mean, it's basically uh, lightweight, like Chansey in terms of play style. Like it's super high defense and special defense and health. And it gets a bunch of healing moves. Yeah. And that's not my thing. But my thing is that I love how its sprite like jiggles around with its jaunty little ears. Mm-hmm. And it's just got a good energy. And now that you've said the wiggly tough thing, I'm sort of upset because I did debate making Blitzel my sweetie. Blitzel's on this route as well. Well, yeah. And Blitzel is just Ponyta, but electric. Mm, damn. So it's not an original. They pretend it's like a an all new original game, but um, those are really good points that I really just hadn't thought about, or maybe I was giving them too much credit. I do appreciate that at least it is all new Pokemon because we've been <laughs> complaining for like two seasons about like all the same Pokemon. Why do we yeah. keep getting these mixed in like sick of Zubats? Yeah, and they're like, okay, you're sick of Zubats. Here's a Wubat. <laughs> Oh, you're sick of fire horses? How about a how about, <laughs> how about a f- an electric, electric horse horse instead? <laughs> um, I'm on Odino's Bulbapedia page, and I went down to the you know Joshi's trivia, Joshi's facty yeah section where they talk about what the Pokemon is. Odino seems to be based partially on pigs with features similar to that of a physician or nurse. <laughs> that is not how I would describe a this pig Pokemon. Nurse. <laughs> It's like, oh, that's a pig nurse. Obviously. I would describe it as wiggly tough. The stethoscope-like feelers on its ear. Yuck. <laughs> also bring to mind a cochlea. Yuck. A part of the inner ear involved in hearing, or a butterfly's antenna, or pro- proboscis. Proboscis? Proboscis. An elongated appendage from the head of an animal. Proboscis. Like a, a moth. Okay. That's a bunch of shit. Make a decision. Ken Sugimori designed this new Pokemon exclusively for Nurse Joy, apparently. So Nurse Joy could have her own Pokemon. That's cute. I mean, normally it's Chansey, so I guess I was right about that. But yeah. Oh, that's an upgrade. If I'm Nurse Joy, I would much rather have an Audino than a Chansey. Yeah, me too. I'll say that. Chanseys are gross, and they have the big egg, which is yucky. They eat their own eggs. Yep. So anyway... That's Joshy's sweetie, and Cute. I think that's pretty much it Cute. for Route 3. And then you make your way down to Nacreen. Do you want to say Nasreen or Nacreen? I feel like it's Nacreen, but I feel like I'm getting too deep on this cloud thing. What kind of cloud is a Nacreen cloud? Nacreous clouds, which are brightly glowing, colorful clouds, and they sometimes look like an abstract painting in the sky. And Nacreen is a city of artists. This Tumblr user's got quite a theory, and I'm liking it. Yeah, it sounds like it's sort of um, unauthorized. A little unauthorized, a little unverified. They got really high. They're taking some leaps. Although, it is the City of Artists. They say that on their little sign. It's the City of Art. Mm-hmm. And that is because its 100-year-old warehouses have recently begun being reclaimed as artist lofts Mm -hmm. (laughs) to me it just seems like it's williamsburg Mm -hmm. which is not a beautiful uh cloud (laughs) yeah i've been to williamsburg it's not a beautiful cloud by any stretch of the imagination no but it is a bunch of old warehouses that were converted into artist lofts and now millionaires lofts and j crews and starbucks's yes and there is a cafe warehouse in the cream there's some lady here who asks you what Pokemon you started with, and then she gives you a held item for them. Yep. And I said, what am I supposed to do with this to her? Because right now in my party, I have two Pokemon, and neither of them are fire type. I feel like you probably can say any of them, but I didn't try it because I did want Mystic Water. Oh, do you think so? You think she verifies? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't think you have Snivy. Here's why I don't know, because in the gym this week... The gym is very complicated, <laughs> and we will get to it in a little bit. But Oh, that's going to be a long chunk of this episode. I was hammering A throughout the gym, <laughs> and every now and then someone would ask me like a question, and there was a right answer and a wrong answer. <laughs> and in the process of hammering A, if I hit the wrong answer, the person was always like, ha-ha, you're just joking, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, I was I was hitting A repeatedly over and over again. But I understand why you think that would be a joke. That approach really doesn't work in the Nacreen gym. Yeah. Other than the Pokemon Center, it is a bunch of warehouses. There's like abandoned railroad tracks because this used to be like whatever, an industrial town. And then it's you can just wander into random warehouses and 
much like the woman who gave Mr. Keepsy's charcoal, it's pretty much all useless. Yeah. Lablali, I found out, is the name of one of them. And she is a, like, sculptor. Sculptor. She will start giving you decor for your dream world, which is another feature we can't use because of Wi-Fi. Oh, I will say, the Sea Gear did make the bottom screen more interesting. Uh, not useful, but more interesting. At least something. It's not happening. just a, a blank blue screen anymore. There's like it says Sea Gear on it. It's got like a little radar in the bottom right corner. Yeah. So that cleared up one of our complaints that the bottom screen wasn't visually interesting enough. Right. What problems we have with this game? You know what I figured out? I don't like about the sprites in this game. What? They zoom. Oh, when you enter the battle, it like zooms back and then it like zooms in. The problem is the pixels like aren't dense enough. So like they get very like blocky and like splotchy. Yeah. Like all of the sprites in this game have like this weird zoom action on them. So like I'm sure at full bore, they're like beautiful, like full fledged 16 bit sprites. But they're constantly like zooming in and out on them, and they just look like shit when you zoom in and out on them. So that's my problem with the sprites. I think that's a fair criticism. And I'm not going to sit and complain about this game the entire season. Don't worry. I do like this game. It's very fun. I mean, I especially think the overworld is pretty beautiful. I think Nacreen City looks great. Yeah. The warehouses are cool. The abandoned railroad tracks are nice. I think Heart Gold Soul Silver look better than this. Wow. Heart Gold Soul Silver look great. This run through will confirm or deny, but I do think Heart Gold Soul Silver probably still has the pinnacle. I think this game is doing the best at an awkward time, like between gens or like between like, you know, I think there's a lot happening graphically in this game that just doesn't doesn't work for me. But yeah, God bless him for trying anyway, you know? Yeah, there's nothing else here. There's nothing else other here than these random buildings. There's a cafe warehouse. What? It's like some artist lounge. And I guess if you go there on Wednesdays, you can get a soda pop or a water, I think, for free. Why bother? There's some dude at the gym who gives you a water every time you go to a gym. Now. Clyde, yeah. Yeah. I love Clyde. Clyde's cool. Some guy plays an accordion on the patio also. Not interested. When you're close to him, it pl- he's like, don't you love the sound of accordion? And I'm like, no, not really. But Is anyone? I'm hearing it now. Just to the west of Nacreen City is the Pinwheel Forest, which we did not go into this week, although I will admit, because we weren't supposed to, I will admit that I did venture around the outskirts of the Pinwheel Forest a little bit, Yeah, which I'm, I'm just saying because I caught a Pokemon here, and it's part of my team now, and I knew that if I didn't say that I went in there, everyone would be like, where did you catch the... <laughs> fuck a pokemon tanner i caught it i caught it in pinwheel forest light mayor cheating but i didn't go into the forest it's just hanging out on the outskirts as far as i knew it was just part of nacreen city yeah but i started going west and then i read the sign and it was like pinwheel forest to the west and i was like oh it's not time for that and i went back into the town i didn't go to the west i just went south from that sign to the hills the hills of nacreen city yeah well either way I stopped. And I caught a Pokemon there and I fought a billion trainers. I actually don't have a problem with it though because your team is suffering because. My team is not suffering, sir. Chosen inanimate objects. My team is not suffering. (laughs) Because your character has a weird fetish. I have multiple (laughs) levels on almost all of your Pokemon. Yeah, because you have very few Pokemon. You have three Pokemon. Fewer fewer Pokemon to spread the wealth around. Plus, I actually had one that I re I caught a new one of and retrained because it had the complete opposite nature of what I wanted. All right, we're talking about this. We're headed into the gym anyway. Let's just do it. It's a level check. It's level check. Tell me about your big bad team full of big bad boys. All six of them. We got Jerry, who is a Dewat. Now, hey, welcome to the second evolution, Oshawott. Yeah, level 17. Dewat. Looking good. 
I liked it. It's got like shells as it's like pistols. We discussed this last week. It just, I think, did we discuss this last week? I think Oshawa, Dewa just looks like Oshawa, <laughs> except like more. You did mention that and I tested that out. Bobby was sitting on the couch next to me when it evolved and I was like, all right, look at this, sweetie. I think they both are sweeties, but he was like, Oshawott, I really like that. And then it evolved, and he was like, oh, I really like the evolution animation, which is cool now. It's like a swirling void. Yeah. And then turned into Dewat, and then he was like, oh, I don't like that at all. Oh, okay. So I think audience says not the same. It just sort of looks like a blue Oshawott. It's more. I mean, like, but then you look at Samurott, and it's like, that is an entirely different animal. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, at least Oshawott and Dewat are both just otters, you know? Otter to seal or something. Then it turns into, like, a fucking, like, Loch Ness monster or something. <laughs> I think Samurott's sick. I think Samurott looks terrible. But, you know, everyone has different tastes. Yeah. Am I going to begrudge you your love of Samurott? No, I don't care. I don't know about love. Deep love? <laughs> Deep affection? I just think of the three, it's the best one. Aesthetics. Wise. Absolutely not. Embor is 1,000 times better. No, I don't want to talk about Embor again. And I'm not going to see one, so I don't want to talk about Embor it. Embor is a big, beefy man, you know, throwing his weight around. A pig man. Pig man. And that is a Seinfeld reference. It's a pig man! <laughs> a pig man! That's to what? <laughs> yeah, that's to what? So then we have Alton Benes, uh, Elaine Benes' father, who is a herdier now. Level 16. Oh, what a cutie. Herdier, so sparky. So sparky. Also, <laughs> I fought one in the gym, and it has Intimidate, which seems It seems premature. Stoutland, I get. <laughs> yeah. But Herdier, I don't know about it having Intimidate yet. It's just like a little dog. I'm loving it as a Herdier owner. I think the um, the little pup line is, is cute all the way up. Then we have all newcomers. Some probably not long for this world. We have Newman. Oof, I feel like you wasted Newman. I think I did too now. Uh, I think you wasted the name on Muna because you're definitely not going to be running a Muna. Well, I sort of thought maybe you weren't going to keep running Muna. Why, Why would that be the case, Joshua? I only have access to 30 Pokemon. <laughs> this is by far my most restrictive season yet. Yeah. You think I'm not going to use anything I can get? I messed up with naming this Muna Newman because I actually love Newman. Sounds right. It sounds good. Muna But Newman. I think it makes sense. He's a he's manipulative. He's a big boy. Yeah. Level 17. Then we have Lomez, uh, one of Kramer's friends, <laughs> because this one is definitely not going to last. Do not have any idea who Lomez is. You know, Kramer always just references like random people. His friends that you never actually see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Lomez is like the one that he mentions the most. You know what happened to Lomez? So he blew his neighbor's circuit. <laughs> Lomez, he sold me his hot tub. Lomez is Jewish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Orthodox, Jerry. Old school. Do we ever meet Lomez in person on the show? No. Okay. You don't meet like Lomez or like John Riemenscheiner. None of these you meet. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> his friend John Riemenschneider eats horse all the time, eats Blitzel all the time. <laughs> but I think Kramer's friends are really funny to me. Um, pie Dove? What do we think it is? <laughs> pie Dove. Um, yeah, I would say Pie Dove. P Dove. P Dove. I think it's P Dove. Okay. Well, we mispronounce everything, so let's stick with Pie Dove. Pie Dove is level 14. Um, I wanted to have like a flying for a little bit, but like I'm not. Mm, go to Woobat. <laughs> I think Unfezant is cool. It's final form. Unfezant looks nice. The male one, especially. With the little But mask. they're both attractive. But I just don't see this happening. I don't see me running it. Although now that I have to replace two of my Pokemon, that I'll get to the second one in a second. Maybe Lomas is going to stick around for a little bit. Or you can go back and catch that Woobat and then you have flying and psychic. I'm literally going to consider it. Yeah. I don't think there's another psychic option for a while. So Disgusting. Unfortunately, I'm backed into a corner. Disgusting. Then we have Sue Ellen. Uh, Sue Ellen Mishki, the O'Henry Candy Bar heiress, aka the Brawless Wonder, Blitzel, level nine. Hey, welcome to Team Blitzel. I always try to run this and it's so weak it turns into Zeb Strika. They're cool looking. 
It's a fast electric. It's very similar, actually, in structure to uh, Ponita and Rapidash, but electric. The issue is that its move pool is bad, and it's physical dominant. Wait, it's physical dominant? It learns special moves, but it does not learn good physical moves, and that's what it needs to know. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I imagine... This is not going to make it, but I will have an electric for now. Obviously, I didn't invest time in it this time. Genuinely shocked that Blitzel isn't your cutie this week. What a cutie little Pokemon. Well, I got distracted by Audino, and then I was saying I sort of regret it now that you called out that it's basically a Wigglytuff, but this is basically a Ponita. Right. But it is a sweetie. I mean, this design is cool as hell. So cute. Its ears and its tail twitch, and it like stomps its little foot, and it's a... it's lightning bolt main like lights up. It's got up. this like little like bouffant. Yeah, it's cool. So I don't know. I might because I haven't fully run it because I do have a favorite electric Pokemon in this gen traditionally. Maybe I will. I just I think the move pool is problematic. Yeah. Like it's its best move that it learns is wild charge, which is a physical electric move, but it learns it at level 39 and it has recoil and this thing doesn't have many hit points. Oh, right. Yeah, that stinks. And Spark is only 65 damage, so it's like... recoil move is their best move kind of sucks. Right, and then its special attack is bad, so you don't want to teach it Thunderbolt. Right. So, yeah. We'll see. It's going to be around for a bit. Rest in pedals, Blitzel. (laughs) Sue Ellen. And then finally, we have Morty, a.k.a. Morty Seinfeld, Jerry's very stubborn, hard-headed father. Rug and Rolla. Okay, so this is another one where you were pretty and sure. And this is the one that I retrained on top stick. of it. Dick. Because I had one that had a modest personality, which is special attack focused and then downgrade attack, which obviously sucks. And I got one with a brave nature, which is attack heavy and then speed downgrade, which doesn't matter. You thought this one was going to stick, huh? Yeah, and it's it's level 20. It's level 20. Oh, you even put a lot of levels into it. Yeah, and the other one was 18. Not as many as me. <laughs> yeah, but I've trained two. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep it for a bit. We're both going to have rock and rollers. I don't have a good replacement. And that's fine. No, ultimately, no. But that's what I have for now. What did Mr. Keepsies get his little paws on this week? Mr. Keepsies has three Pokemon. Incense, Mana, from last week, level 25, going strong. Still my number one gal. Jesus, yeah. Geode. Rock and Rolla. Yeah. Level 21. Yeah. And then Beam. Yeah. <laughs> Timber. And that's who you got outside. Level 18. Pinwheel. Yeah. Forest. Timber is this gen's Machop. I ran uh, Conkledur on my last team as well. Love it. Yeah. I will not be doing that. I'll let you have the fun. I do. I actually really like this line. I feel like it's the better. I do think this is the better version of the Machop. Machoke Machamp line. Yeah. I think they look cooler. Their stats are similar, if not better. When does this thing evolve? It's already at level 18. Why is it not evolved yet? Oh, it doesn't evolve to level 25? What the fuck? Ragarola as well is 25. Let me raise an issue about the Timber, Garter, Conkledur line. Late on me, Stringby. Honestly, very close to being contender for You Make Me Barf this week. Uh... It's the veins. Yeah, well. They're all veiny. Wait until you see Girder. <laughs> Girder's the worst. I mean, like, Timber's not great. Timber's got, like, this big vein on the back of its head, and it's like, if you're a fighting-type Pokemon, I know one quick way to disable you is to probably punch that vein. Yeah. It's probably going to make you, like, pass out. What is that, like, go right to your brain? If I was wielding my Padub there. I'd just do a couple of swift pecks right there. This thing's got two giant arteries that are exposed on its body, one going to its brain and two going to its dick. Yeah. So that's not good. It's really bad. And then Girder, Girder's just covered in veins. Ugh. And they all have like clown nose. Oh God. The clown nose is probably the worst aspect, I think, actually. I don't think these but Pokemon think... start to look good until Conkledur. And Conkledur's even a stretch. But I think it's an override where it's ultimately pretty cool yeah and its attack is fucking nuts beam timber welcome to the team level 18 that's my three pokemon yeah when do you have some more options when might you have six i think next up for me is probably gonna be let me go to the sheet uh cottony darumaka dwebble you know i got a dwebble oh yeah sigalif 
there's some coming up, I, I assume, but honestly, it might be a couple episodes before I have six Pokemon on my team. Yeah. I guess I could double up, right? I could have two Timbers. Yeah, I, I guess. I'm not going to waste that time that's leveling crazy. two Timbers. No, that's crazy. No, that's crazy. Plus, then I would just have like one psychic Pokemon, a Swoobat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it'll kill both of them. That's true. Well, good luck to you, Arceus Speed, to you on getting six Pokemon someday. Mr. Keeps, he's deliberate, you know? He's not picking up every little bit of trash he finds on the road. He's picking up the good stuff, the found objects, you know? Found art. He really is more of a collector rather than a hoarder. Yeah. He's selective. Let's take these bad little teams into the gym, Joshua. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we've got the whole museum tour too oh right yeah so nacreen gym is set up in in a very odd way well first of all you're all geared up you're all healed up you're ready to go tackle some trainers and then the second you try to walk into the museum that little bastard n the stupid hat comes out and he's like let's battle he says some like really high like shit oh yeah it's like event horizon i want to see things no one can see the truths of Pokemon inside Pokeballs, inside the Pokeballs, the ideals of how trainers should be in a future where Pokemon have become perfect. Do you feel the same? No. And it's like, yes or no. And it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like 11 a.m. Man, like I, <laughs> I haven't even had my coffee. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can't be dealing with this. So you have to. You have to fight him. You, do, you fight him. Crush him. He's got like the worst Pokemon. He's got a Timber, Padov, and a Timple, which I thought oh, yeah. was potentially on the board for Barf as well. Uh, yeah, Timple's pretty gross. This flopping around like Thomas the Tank Engine face like Tadpole. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Um, it almost made the cut as an inanimate objects. But it turns into like a real toad. Right. That situation's a lot harder to justify once it turns <laughs> into a frog. <laughs> yeah. So he's got the new Pokemon, but still the common Pokemon, the Pokemon you've been encountering, especially if you went into Pinwheel Forest like I did or the outskirts. And then he, he after you crush him, he says something about how he needs to go. He needs to go capture a Reshiram. Reshiram. In order to prove his point which is unclear to everyone was a reshiram reshiram is the like legendary pokemon that created unova alongside a quote-unquote hero so he he probably told me that oh wait no reshiram is on my box reshiram is the one who shows up on pokemon black what's your guy called so mine is zekrom did he say reshiram or did he say zekrom i actually think that he says just a legendary dragon, and i it's a spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Why are these things dragons? They don't look like dragons. Um, They look like demons. Yeah, they've got wings and, like, claws, but that's pretty much it in terms of dragons. Yeah, so that's a spoiler. I think he just says legendary dragon, but it's Zekrom or Reshiram. So, you know, whatever. You beat him. You head inside, and then this guy comes up to you, and he's like, hey, welcome to the museum. It turns out this is not a gym. It's a museum, or actually, it's both. Secretly both. He gives you a little tour. This confused me so much, because it's the like main centerpiece of the museum seems to be uh, fossils of a Dragonite. Yeah. Curator Hawes is like, this mysterious fossil we found appears to be some kind of dragon Pokemon. It's like, yeah, it's a Dragonite. Yeah. Do you not have... Yeah, it's like... what? What's the what timeline? mysterious dragon pokemon it's clearly a fucking dragonite what's this timeline though are all the dragonites dead and fossils there's no way it's far enough in the future that that's true and is unova just like so obscured from the rest of the world i don't think so right like they how they have to have to know what a dragonite is i know what a koala is even though they're native to australia i know what a koala is and do not come (laughs) at me if they're not they've got computers and shit right yeah use the fucking internet what did you say is native to Australia? i don't need the fucking koala scientists to come at me and say like they're not native to australia they're native to like greece and they've been (laughs) imported (laughs) to australia you know i don't care well, it would have been the Dutch or the English that would have brought it over, but they're definitely endemic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he talks about this fucking dragon Pokemon and it confused me so much. I, th- well, I thought maybe we were in the far future. No, it's confusing. There's also a clearly African mask 
on display. Oh, do we have a Africa stand-in? In this it? is the first time it's introduced. Oh, interesting. That's that's some place where we can make some movement. We know that there's South America. We know that there's Russia. Right. We now know that there's Africa as well. Oh, I don't even want. I mean, like, sure, Africa exists in in this world, but I want a game that takes place in Africa. Oh, that would be sick. Right. Yeah. Go out to the like Serengeti. I think it's been all Japan, U.S. and Europe, Europe. so far. It's very. Very uh, G7 of very Western. Yeah, very G7. <laughs> I was about to say very Western, and I was like, wait, Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally they've only covered the G7 so far, <laughs> not even all seven. Yeah, so so he's a weirdo, and then he walks you around his museum for a little while, and then he's like, okay, and now we're here, the gym. And this is where Curator Hawes becomes my trainer danger of the week. <laughs> Okay. thought he was a nice man. Once he brings you to the door of the gym, he's like, oh, by the way, Lenora, the gym leader, is my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, why? I don't, what do you, wh- what do you mean? Why do I care? Like, why would you say that? And then he brings it up again later. And it's like, I don't get what this dynamic is. You know, like, why are you so into this? Are you like trying to like hook me up with your wife? Like, I don't. You're swingers. Are you like. If you're into her, she's actually my wife, and, you know, we can have a conversation. Listen, I've, I've, I've heard about you, Mr. Keepsies, and <laughs> there's no Keepsies here. <laughs> Mr. Keepsies is almost definitely not a sexual being, you know? He stinks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's less his choice. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, more yeah. of no one is interested. Yeah, he's yeah. walking around picking up trash everywhere he goes. <laughs> But then we're in the gym, Nacreen Gym, and who golly is this one a humdinger? <laughs> yeah. They try to make it as confusing as humanly possible. I cannot imagine trying to get through this gym when I was 13. Yeah. It looks cool as hell, though, I will say. Yeah, it does. It looks like a, a nice, like, august library. It's like maybe the best looking gym. Yeah. It's just like a big old library. There's a couple of people here like reading books, but they're not apparently not even trainers. You know, you talk to them and they're like, oh, I'm reading a book about locomotion. Yeah. There's a trick question that makes you try to think that it's like going to be describing a Pokemon, but then it's like, what if the steam comes out of its ears instead of its mouth? Right. And then it's like, right, it's okay, a locomotive. okay. And then it's like a locomotive. The setup of the gym is it's a scavenger hunt where you need to find memos tucked into the front covers of books. And someone, maybe Clyde, gives you the first Clyde. the first clue, which is that you need to um, find a brown Pokemon or something. A small brown Pokemon. Yeah. And then you go and you start to look through books and stuff. And of course, you find like the anatomy of Patrat. And you're like, oh, okay, this must be it. And then there's a memo tucked into that one that sends you off to talk to one of the trainers. And then the trainer asks you a quiz question. And if you answer correctly, they battle you. And essentially, you just kind of have to go through this repeating steps of trying to figure out these clues, answering trivia questions from these like, I think there's only two trainers. It's not that many. Right. And eventually, you find the final clue, which pushes back one of the bookshelves and reveals a staircase which takes you to the sub-basement where Lenora is waiting. Yeah. So Lenora, I think probably our first gym leader of color. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's correct. Wild that it took them that long. Pokemon Company also still fucked it up. Oh. Pokemon Company got what would have been at the time called canceled in 2011. Wait, for what? Lenora's sprite that they eventually changed. Lenora's sprite in black and white has her depicted with an apron. Oh, I didn't even didn't even recognize it as an apron. Which I imagine the defense would have been like, well, she's like a paleontologist or something, and like she can put her tools in there. But in reality, what it actually looks like is that Lenora is depicting the mammy archetype. Which sure, which is uh is from the South in the 1800s, where black women are depicted as quote unquote working for a white family, uh, and they nurse the family's children. Yeah, so they got called out on this, fortunately. Um, but similarly to how they fucked up with Jinx, yeah, they did correct it as much as they could 
but it's like it's in the anime and it's in this game so like you know the damage is done yeah but they changed the sprite so that she has the apron like flung around her back as though it's a cape oh, like lance yeah and i mean based on what haas is saying you know they might be swingers so maybe you know oh uh, yeah the ca- uh, cape is not just a sign of bisexuality it's a sign of just like we're open to new sexual experiences yeah you know and later in the anime she's got it flung around so but yeah, I think we had to address it. Yeah. Aside from that, it's their first gym leader who's a person of color is fucking insane. Yep. So she's got two Pokemon. Yeah. Hurtier and Watchdog. Just pathetic. <laughs> like two hits from Mana. She took out a couple of my Pokemon. Yeah. The issue was that I threw Newman, the Muna out there, and yawned the Hurtier. Yep. And then it did a bite and that put Muna down to like three hit points. Oh, yikes. But then it fell asleep. And then I used like I used Psybeams and killed it. I think it was like three Psybeams. And then um, watch. What is it? Watch dog. Wait, is it, I thought it was just watch dog. It's not watch dog. It's why. Wa- yeah, you're right. It's watch. It's obviously not watch dog. The entire time I played this leg, I was like, watch dog. It's pretty on the nose. <laughs> it's just a, that's just a word. It's Watchog. Yeah, Watchog. Watchog comes out, and uh, that thing was kind of tough. Obviously, it's hideous, and it's got um, hypnosis. It's got crunch. It just crunched immediately, and that was lights out. Crunch is difficult. with For it to have crunch already is wild, too. And a hypnosis is is rough, too, although... No, it missed every time. Yeah, the hit rate's pretty low. I brought out Rock and Roll after that, and it it rocked and rolled a... All over that thing. That's good. You you rocked and rolled it to sleep. Rock blast. Uh, with rock blast. And by sleep, I mean death. Yeah. Yeah, I got through Nacrine Gym pretty quickly and easily, um, but I was pretty overleveled for it as well. Actually, that's not true. I wasn't even all that overleveled. What what are her levels? I remember thinking like, oh, she's got some pretty high level. Her year is 18 and Watchog, Watchdog Watchdog is 20. 20, right? That's not bad. Yeah. That is not bad. No, she's got a fearsome team i mean she killed two or three of them no absolutely not fearsome in any way two normal type pokemon a dog and a ferret (laughs) i guess you're right not even a scary dog like a terrier like a little yorkie yeah so made it through nacrine gym got the basic badge very insulting (laughs) yeah she's like oh you beat me okay well here's your basic badge you fucker get out (laughs) Um, yeah, so that was Nacrine Gym. Obviously, we have the pinwheel forest ahead of us next week, Joshua, and I'm looking forward to diving into those dark, murky depths yes. with you. But for now, that's our leg. And we're heading to, um, I think, Castelia City is next ah, week. Headed to New York. Hey, forget about it. I'll take a slice of pizza. I'll walk in here. I'm walking here. We're walking to Castelia City via pinwheel forest and sky arrow bridge can i tell you something about that stereotype new york accent yeah people in new york do have that accent absolutely i think most of the people who i encountered in new york who have that accent were cops i think it's predominantly people from like way out in brooklyn or way out in staten island yeah i think it's also just kind of like long island more broadly i remember going to see my dad finish the new york marathon a few years ago And I walked up to a a police officer to ask, like, where the finish line is. And he had, like, the most comical New York accent I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, boy. That accent's real. That stereotype is correct, is what we're saying. They put it on the damn sign in Brooklyn. You're driving to Brooklyn and it says forget about it on it. (laughs) Wait, I didn't even know that. Really? I think so. Is that true? Oh, my God. Now we got to look that up. Forget about it sign. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's when you're leaving Brooklyn. It's down in Bay Ridge when you're like about to get on the Verrazano. There's a big sign that says, leaving Brooklyn, forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah. So good job, Brooklyn. Sometimes you got to steer into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's steer into the outro. <laughs> Let's go. This has been Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Katani, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Fietalil, aka Joshua Fialstead, please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow it everywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us everywhere that you follow your favorite podcast hosts at exp share pod on 
Oh. Twitter and Instagram. Okay, or at Green Ring and at Josh Fjellstad. Or follow our personal accounts. I literally never tweet. That's what it tweet, sounded like so. you were saying. Good luck. Have fun following me on Twitter where I never tweet. Or on <laughs> Instagram where I never post. Except pictures of my own son. So if you like to look at pictures of a cutie two-year-old boy, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Yeah. And check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash buttcatchers, where we put show notes and you can join in the fun where people play along with us yeah and i don't know buy some merch hopefully we have it expsharemerch.com we're going through some shit with our merch store right now and i think by october hopefully we'll have it sorted out we should have a brand new spanking merch store maybe there's some new merch on there it'll be at expsharemerch.com either way way. yeah that's all i got that's it that's it, babies. We will see you next week in Castilia City. Castilia City, forget about it. The big, <laughs> the big, uh, the big Appland. That Apple Pokemon. Oh right, yeah, the little dragon. That doesn't exist over here, but not yet. You get the joke. All right, bye, bug catchers. Smell you later.